Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. I'm Marcia. The message today is called What It Takes. Many people believe that as long as they do good deeds for others, they will have their salvation locked in. And while we are to do good things for other people and show that love that the Lord wants us to show, Deeds that we do do not give salvation. In 1 John 3, 16 through 19, it says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and see his brother have need, and shut up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwell the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Let's define deeds and see if they are related to salvation. A deed is something that is done, performed, or accomplished, an act, an exploit or achievement, an act or gesture, especially as illustrative of intentions, one's character. This definition speaks of an act or gesture illustrated by one's character. The deed the person chose to do is done because of his or her character. That same deed can be done by a person of bad character. You don't have to be a great person by nature and character to do a deed for someone. You do have to have a good character to get into heaven. Character is defined as the moral or ethical quality of a person. It comes down to motive. What is the reason behind the person doing the deed? Motive is something that causes a person to act in a certain way or do a certain thing. The person that performs a deed, no matter how great or extravagant that deed is that they do, it does not place salvation upon their soul. So what does it take to get to heaven? It takes deliverance from the power and penalty of sin. It takes receiving redemption and salvation in Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ, no one else or nothing else. When we confess our sins to the Lord, asking for his forgiveness, turning away from that sin, we can receive redemption. 
Redemption is atoning for a fault or mistake. To atone, it's making amends for sins and wrongs that we have done. And salvation is the state of being saved, deliverance from the power and penalty of sin. We also need to be baptized in Jesus' name. This is what the scriptures tell us. Acts 2.38 Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It tells us in Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It says in Mark 16, 16, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So we ask God to forgive us for our sins, and we turn away from those sins, which is repent. And don't go back to it. Continue to grow in the Lord and live for Him. This is how you gain salvation. The important thing is to keep it once you get it. Some people may feel it's not important to get baptized, but Jesus also was baptized. He wanted to do everything the right way. Matthew 3.13-17 to Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. It says in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. When the person receives the Holy Spirit as evidence of speaking in tongues, he or she is baptized both by water and the Spirit. This is what it means to be born again, to be born of water and the Spirit. Jesus was explaining this to Nicodemus, who was one of the Pharisees. And Nicodemus didn't understand the concept of being born again. He was asking Jesus, how can someone old be born again? They can't re-enter the womb for a second time. And Jesus was explaining being born again had to do with being baptized of water and being baptized of the Spirit. 
which is the Holy Spirit. That's what being born again is. This Spirit, which is Holy Spirit, who comes from the Lord, will lead and guide you in all things. The Holy Scriptures tell us that the Lord is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. To be spotless is to have no blemish, to be free from any stain, to be clean, spotless, pure, undefiled, free from moral impurity, unsullied, a spotless character. Ephesians 5.27 says that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So in this scripture, you hear that there should be no spot, no wrinkle, and without blemish. James 1.27, pure religion and undefiled before God, and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. This scripture mentions pure religion, undefiled before God. Undefiled is having a righteous character. If you are born again, then you have gone through the process of walking away from that sinful life and receiving salvation. It also says to visit the fatherless children, the widows who are afflicted, but keep yourself unspotted from the world. We don't have to act like those of the world and stain our spirit and character in our daily walk. Working on our spirit and living right, remaining spotless, and having integrity in our character places us in alignment with God. When we do things for others, it does please the Lord. He blesses us for having a genuine heart. People struggle with those words of spotless, without wrinkle or blemish. But when you are living for the Lord and you truly strive to do the things that he wants you to do and live by his commandments, the scriptures show you and teach you how to be blameless, how to be spotless, how to be without wrinkle or blemish. You just have to follow and do what it says. But we struggle with that word, perfection. And we like to say, but nobody's perfect. But if you follow the scriptures and do what it said in Ephesians that I just read to you, 527, you will be perfect. You will be spotless, without wrinkle or blemish. The bottom line, when the Lord returns for his people, his church, this is what he wants us to be like. We cannot walk into heaven, something that's pure, with stains of sin on us, 
He's not going to let that happen. But he has equipped us with his word, and he has equipped us with Holy Spirit to dwell within us and to lead, guide, and direct us. Revelations 22.14 Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Revelations 22.12 And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. My closing prayer. Lord, I pray that your holy scriptures will give understanding to people so they understand that they cannot get into heaven by their deeds. I pray for many to claim their place in heaven by receiving redemption. Let salvation be their goal. May they strive to be spotless without wrinkle or blemish. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.